Welcome to episode four of the Six M's of Manufacturing podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Temple. After a quick poll on LinkedIn, I learned that many of my connections were interested in hearing more about solutions to common problems in the manufacturing industry. It seemed only appropriate to revisit an interview I conducted with one of our process improvement coaches, Susan Whitehead, where we talked about the tried and true methodology of training within industry. Susan is not only a veteran of the manufacturing industry, but she is also an evangelist for leadership and culture change. Her genuine passion for the work she does and the program she supports is undeniable. Check it out. Well, thank you, Susan, for taking time out to talk to me about TWI. Um, I know this is something that you're very familiar with, so I appreciate you taking out some time of your day to describe it to our audience a little bit, let them know a little bit more about it. I think one of the first things that I really want to ask is what is TWI really and really where did it come from? Where did it originate from? Okay, Adrian, I'm glad to be here with you. Thank you. You know, anytime you, you uh, are willing to listen to me, I'll talk about TWI. <laughs> um, but uh, TWI came out of the 1940s. Um, basically, the replacements that went into manufacturing during World War II, when our industrial workforce, um, when the soldiers left to fight the war, the people that went into manufacturing had to be trained and had to be trained quickly. So the government put together um, a group called the TWI Service. And um, basically, the program that we have today is the program they came up with and had tremendous success with. Um, so that's where it comes from. What's kind of the, the secret behind it or what, what makes up TWI? What's it made out of? What is the structure of it? Um, well, there are different modules, but if we talk specifically about job instruction um, and um, training people to, to transfer knowledge, um, the components are the preparation for training someone, the format that we use in training people um, in job instruction. We always give um, the important steps, the key points, and the reasons for the key points. And that's one of the things that makes TWI different from typical on-the-job training is people not only know what they're doing, and the, the critical things that will make or break the job, injure the worker or make it easier to do, um, but they know why. And when people know why um, something is important, it sticks with them. So we end up with better quality, better productivity. We end up with people um, who are engaged and a workforce that, um, that actually does standard work. And we all know that when people do a task the same way time and time again, they get better at it. Um, it's easier to train people. Um, it makes it easier to solve problems. And because um, standard work is the opposite of chaos. And when you go to solve a problem and you try to figure out what went wrong, um, if there is no standard work. The first thing you have to do is establish some standard work and do some experiments. So TWI makes it easier for us to solve problems and it makes it easier for continuous improvement. So the, the basics of TWI, um, the preparation for training, the, the 
the trainers actually are prepared. They've looked at the best way. They've talked to the, the subject matter experts and agreed upon what is the best way to teach somebody this job. And we've broken it down into small enough chunks so people aren't, you know, drinking from the fire hose. Um, so the preparation, the format that we use for training, and then the third part is the attitude. You know, in TWI, your trainers are, um, they own this process. And so they are invested in the learner actually being successful. And if you're being trained by someone who is invested in your success, your whole attitude about learning the job and following what they tell you and actually practicing it um, is different. You know, we all know uh, people who, hopefully we all know people who have invested in us and helped us learn something that was important for our success. And that creates a relationship, that creates a trust, that creates a bond, that is the foundation for creating a cohesive team. And so TWI sets us up for success by not only giving us a good standard method for how we teach, but also for building those relationships that create a cohesive team. You know, and you just don't get that from on-the-job training. You know, on-the-job training typically is ad hoc. You know, I follow you around, you're the knowledgeable um, person, and then you're gonna be the one who people call to address emergency issues. So I'm gonna watch you address those emergency issues. I'm gonna learn your tricks and what you're doing. And all of a sudden I think I'm um, knowledgeable enough to, to troubleshoot those special situations. And um, your learner doesn't learn things in a strategic way. You know, they, won't, they don't learn step one, step two, step three, and step four like we um, would teach them when we train them. So TWI gives us that um, way to prepare. It gives us a standard format for delivering and also um, practice. You know, TWI requires that the learner practice the job. We basically teach them and then they teach it back to us. And there's some repetition involved and I don't let my learner go until they've been able to demonstrate the work for me. Um, they've not only been able to execute, but they can also tell me why they're doing what they're doing. So um, there's a closed loop system there where I know that you heard me and I don't cut you loose to do this job until you not only can do it, but you can tell me about it and tell me why. And if the person fails um, or can't do that, then I am there immediately or, or the instructor is there immediately to help them learn it. So it's not a um, punitive thing. It is a support thing. So we, we provide that support in a real-time basis. That's probably more than you wanted to know. <laughs> 
But that really answers the question because so many times we have clients that are using the traditional OJT model. And that's just, I don't know, that seems to be a standard for many manufacturers. And I think when we start mentioning TWI, they think that perhaps we're asking them to give up the OJT, which is a lot of that hands-on stuff. Um, so I guess from that perspective, I mean, it doesn't mean that OJT has to go away, right? Do you see those two things dovetailing very nicely, TWI and some of those um, structured processes around training and some of those other elements, but still leveraging that, that hands-on demonstration piece of it? How do those two things work together versus trying to do those things independently? Um, no, you don't have to give up OJT and OJT is valuable. Again, two people working together and someone committed to teaching them how to do that job and give them experience um, doing that job is invaluable, again, to building that co cohesive team. But what TWI does is it makes sure that that learner gets the fundamentals um, and again, here's the reasons why they're doing it the way they're doing it before we do more OJT. Um, because so often a learner is set up for failure because we didn't teach them everything they needed to know in the right order. You know, so many times we skip the fundamentals and then if you try to go back you know, if the, the learner, uh, the instructor goes back and says, wait a minute, you're not doing this right. What, do you, what are you doing? Um, the the um, learner is adversarial about that. Well, what do you mean? This is what I've been doing. This is what I learned. This is how you train me. And the trainer goes, that's not what I told you. And um, so, so with TWI, we get those, that foundation um, and we teach people in the right sequence and we teach them why. So you don't have to spend time um, correcting bad habits. So if we teach them correctly to start with, and then we use OJT to reinforce that over time, we end up with um, people who can not only execute the job better, they have better productivity, they have better quality, they have better safety and we have standard work. Yeah, you know, something that I always experienced whenever we did huge onboarding phases is that that first 90 is such a critical time frame. Um, and a lot of times you had lots of churn. I mean, even within like the first week or so. Do you find that from in like implementing TWI concepts during that onboarding process as you're training people to do jobs, does that help to curb some of that churning? Do you see less people turning over in the first 90 because people are using the principles of TWI? Does, it, does that tend to at least mitigate or somewhat solve that, that pain point for a lot of people? Um, it certainly helps reduce turnover um, because if you have a new person coming in and we have done absolutely no preparation to set that new person up for success, they know that and they see it. Um, if with TWI, we have prepared, we figured out the best way to train this person and we'll tell them that, Hey, I'm going to show you this with this methodology. And the reason I'm showing you this way is because we have gotten the subject matter experts together and we have figured out what the best way is to teach a new learner. Well, gosh, when you tell somebody new that, 
their attitude immediately changes. Wow, they, they actually were ready for me. They actually have figured out how to make me successful. So if they see the investment the company has made to make this person successful, then they tend to be more committed. Um, and not to mention the attitude that, it's, um, that it cultivates in the people who do the training. Because what we've all seen with that churn is um, it's a catch-22 because the more churn there is, the worse the attitude is of the trainers. Hey, I know I'm just wasting my time. These people don't really want to work. They don't want this job. They're just going to leave. And in reality, what happens a lot of times is people leave because there's no evidence that the company actually cares whether or not they're successful or not, or it's self-preservation. They think, hmm, I'm going to get out of here before these people do me in because they put me out on this job. I'm running it as fast as I can. There's, you know, nobody gave me any instruction. I figured this out myself. And every once in a while, somebody comes back and tells me I'm doing it wrong. You know, why would you want to stay in that kind of environment? And, and we know how expensive that is. Um, and so the frustration level of management just increases. And so it becomes this, this spiral, this downward spiral. Um, the more churn there is, the worse attitude there is for our trainers and our management. And the worse the, our, our attitude is, the more the new people perceive that and the less invested they are and the more likely they are to leave. Um, so you, we, we've got to break that cycle. And TWI is a methodology that can help break break that cycle. I could see that being really important, especially as much as people talk about being an employer of choice, um, having the right type of culture. I mean, when you look at the landscape right now, um, and we, we focus on manufacturing, obviously, but I mean, in general, just the landscape and, and where the workforce is, I mean, you know, why is it timely for organizations to, to really start looking critically at some of those training programs that they've maybe leveraged in the past that have been suboptimal? You know, why is this a really good time based on where the workforce is now to start putting some more time and effort in optimizing their training processes? What do you, what do you think? Well, I don't think any of us have um, such excellent productivity and such excellent quality and such excellent safety that there isn't room for improvement. So, um, you know, with a lot of the effects of COVID, the pressure's on to be profitable uh, even more than it has been in the past. And we know that bringing new people in and not training them property, properly is very expensive for us. You know, we wait until they make mistakes and then we figure out, oh, I guess we should have trained them or we blame them and say, oh, you know, they didn't really want to work or they weren't any good anyway. So from a profitability standpoint, you know, we, nobody is going to make money if their people cannot execute the work. So the pressure is on for us to be um, profitable. The, the um, pressure is on for us to have employees who know what they're doing, 
um, who are versatile. Again, with, with COVID, sometimes we're not having our, we don't have our whole workforce there. We have certain people work in certain days in certain areas. So people have to be able to do multiple jobs and they have to be able to do them right. And if we are only using OJT, um, typical on the job training to train people, it's not gonna be as efficient and as effective as it should be. Um, and also uh, there's a lot of pressure on our employees and to give them the confidence that somebody is um, watching out for them and making sure they can do this job safely and they can do it, they can execute properly. Again, just goes, um, carries a long, uh, carries us a long way towards creating that cohesive team. Right. And I mean, TWI can also be used for, you talked about that versatility in manufacturing right now where people are having to flex between different jobs. I mean, TWI is still applied to cross-training programs as well, right? So that, that, that methodology can be applied to even existing employees learning a new segment of the business or a new process, right? So that's, right. that's definitely probably us being able to pivot. That's, that's probably a, a timely thing to look at because cross-training may very well be what some folks are having to look at now based on what's going on in the, in the business. And we know that we set ourselves up for success if we have a highly skilled, highly skilled flexible workforce. Um, we, uh, and COVID has shown us, we never know what is gonna come at us. And the, the, we can't predict exactly what we're gonna need, but we know that having highly trained people who can truly execute the work well and who have um, a teamwork attitude, who trust their coworkers, is gonna be the way to success going forward. You know, and one of the things that TWI does is, is we get the subject matter experts together and we figure out the best way to train somebody. Well, once we document that and document that in the, the format, um, the TWI format, um, what we're doing is enabling um, people who aren't maybe the highest level subject matter expert to be able to do really good training. So you have your subject matter experts help put that framework together and you capture those things that will make or break the job, um, keep the worker from being injured and make it easier to do. And we capture those reasons why. And now someone who is not the most trained person in the area is equipped to train other people. So what we're doing is we're leveraging that knowledge. You know, a lot of times with on the job training, you put the person with your most experienced subject matter expert. And we always want them to do the training. And if they don't do the training, it's always suspect. Well, when we use TWI to document that and standardize it, now I may not have all the years of experience of that um, subject matter expert, our most experienced subject matter expert, but I can take that document and train that person and that person gets every bit of the excellent training that they would have gotten from that very senior, very experienced employee. 
you know, and the other, you asked me why um, it was so important now. The other reason now is a lot of our baby boomers are just saying, you know, with all this COVID stuff, I don't, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to be part of the, the full-time workforce anymore. So as those people leave, you know, we better take advantage of their knowledge and capture it before they go. And um, TWI gives us a way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And we do see that a lot where people will suddenly go up for retirement and we realize that we've kind of been myopic and, and focused on that one person being the one, the one individual in the company that does this one task. And all of a sudden it's just <laughs> long crisis mode. And that has happened, but it's because we become very comfortable, especially if we do have the benefit of a highly tenured workforce, because you just get used to them being there every day and they have the expertise and they know what they're doing. But I do think that, you know, I agree with you that, that that's going to be a challenge going forward because we have more people looking critically at, I'm already past retirement age. Is it really worth it for me to be in the full-time workforce with all the other circumstances going on with COVID? So I think there's probably a lot of companies that would benefit from looking at their training programs a little differently, knowing they're, they're going to have to be transferring some critical knowledge in the, in the coming months and, and probably year. Um, so that's a, that's a very good point that you bring up. I know, um, we were going to keep this short. So one thing I wanted to bring up is I know that we're going to do a TWI overview class um, to talk a little bit more in depth about TWI and some of the modules that are involved. But I guess from your perspective, when you look at that particular session, you know, who's really the target audience? Who's going to benefit from that particular session in, in terms of how you're talking about TWI and, and kind of what, what's the value proposition there? So, you know, who are we focusing on for that particular session? Um, the overview session is not aimed at certifying um, trainers, um, or certifying the, the frontline employees necessarily. Um, it is really aimed at equipping um, managers, somebody who might be coordinating the training, you know, anybody who, who um, really wants to understand what TWI is and how to implement it um, should come to the overview class. Um, one of the things that has happened in the past is we've had companies who said, oh yeah, we want to do this and they train their hourly workforce and the hourly workforce says, you know, this is the best thing we've ever had for training. But if their supervisors and managers don't understand what it is, then they don't know how to use TWI as a tool to achieve the objectives that they already have. You know, you've already got objectives, uh, um, productivity objectives or metrics, quality metrics, safety metrics, and if you don't understand TWI and you think it's just another task or another program that requires your maintenance, another um, thing that's on your plate with an already full plate, then they resist it and they, they don't implement it. But what we need to do is educate people, educate the supervisors, the managers, that TWI is a tool that will help them achieve the metrics that they already have. Um, we don't do TWI just to say, um, oh, we are, we are using TWI. We use TWI 
to help people execute the job, to help them execute it faster. Where it's, it, you use TWI to get better productivity, to get better quality, to get better safety, to reduce your training time, to reduce your, train, your turnover. Um, TWI isn't a gold star. I mean, I might think it is, but it's not a gold star in itself. Um, the benefit of TWI is um, that it is a tool to help you um, accomplish all those things. Thanks so much again. I appreciate your time. This has been great. It's always good to see you. Thank you, Adrian. It's always good to see you and always good to talk about TWI. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>